This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you're meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. What's up? Welcome back to the Empowered Athlete Podcast. In today's episode, I want to dive into procrastination. Specifically, how to stop procrastinating so that you can move the needle forward in your life towards whatever goals that you have. And so what I want to cover is the basics of what procrastination really is, and ultimately how to get yourself out of a cycle of procrastination. And so let's dive in. The first thing we need to address is what procrastination is. It's not something evil trying to hold you back and prevent you from reaching your goals. It's actually quite the contrary. So procrastination is actually a protection mechanism. It's a protection mechanism that we all have that's actually trying to keep us safe. And when we have tendencies of procrastination, we feel that urge to procrastinate come online. It's actually a sign that whatever it is we're about to do doesn't feel safe. Whether it's writing an email, whether it's signing up for a competition, we're going to dive into a lot of examples in this episode But whatever it is that we're doing that may seemingly be harmless, something about it doesn't feel safe for our body, for our nervous system. And so we distract ourselves in a very creative way through procrastination. And as you can experience, if you've ever procrastinated, if you're a human being, you most likely have, is that it really holds us back, right? It wastes a lot of time and our energy And ultimately, it makes us feel worse about ourselves because we're not actually doing the things that we really want to do. And we know that both on a conscious level sometimes as well as a subconscious level. And what's frustrating is when we know it on a conscious level, that often feels worse for us, right? There's more shame associated with it or guilt associated with it because we have this kind of notion in our mind that we know that we're procrastinating, right? Sometimes we can just know that we're doing that. And sometimes it's impossible to stop, even when we know that we're doing it and we're in the act of doing it. And so there's a reason for all of this, and I definitely want to dive into that. So the first thing I'm going to invite you to do is see procrastination as feedback, right? See procrastination as feedback and understanding what it is about your environment, situation, or the thing that you want to do that doesn't feel safe in your system. That's the first question you really need to ask yourself. Why does this simple thing not feel safe for my system? 
the body, as always, is giving us feedback. And therefore, we're going to potentially receive visceral sensations. And this is why tuning to your body is so incredibly important. Because if we're not connected to our body, well, we won't catch these sensations and these visceral responses that are coming up that are leading us to procrastinate. And so some of the most common forms of resistance that can present themselves in your body are going to be fatigue, um, increased blood pressure, when we get this increased heart rate when we have to do something and it feels really uncomfortable because our heart starts to pound, as well as tightness, tightness usually existing in the chest or the throat, again, alongside that is panic or anxiety, and it can also be the instant urge to do something else. These are some of the common symptoms of procrastination and when that urge wants to come online. Because these are symptoms of when we don't feel safe. These are all fight or flight symptoms. And that always comes online when we don't feel safe. So the more, again, that we can tune into our body, the more we'll be able to pinpoint where the resistance is and then address it. That resistance is going to be those contractions that you feel in your body, the areas of tightness or pressure. And as I said, it can be things like that, uh, the tightness or the panic, right? When we start to notice those things, when we're about to do the thing and it comes up, being with those and understanding where the resistance is coming from and how it feels in your body is so important in order to move through it. Because that resistance, again, serves a purpose of protection. It is just trying to protect you because it doesn't believe that you're safe to do that thing. So let's dive into some examples. Now, some of the most common examples that I notice with the jiu-jitsu athletes that I've worked with over the years are going to be things like, you know, nutrition. So this can be as simple as you wanting to meal prep for yourself, knowing it's going to set you up for success and help you be prepared. But there's some type of resistance around this and therefore you don't show up for it because you're not sure how to navigate that resistance. Also, just hydrating, like knowing that you need to drink more water, but just not doing it, beating around the bush with it. Another big one is competing, really having this desire to compete. But when the time comes to sign up for the competition, you bail, you ghost, and you don't actually follow through with it. You're procrastinating on signing up for the competition and you're in the mindset of, well, I'm not quite ready. Maybe I'll do the next one. You keep pushing it back, pushing it back, pushing it back. You're not actually doing that, which ends up being a detriment to you only for those who want to compete because then you're not pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone in the way that you would like if you are desiring to compete, right? Not everybody wants to compete, but for those who do, they have this desire within them, but they're not actually signing up and the only way to get better competing is to literally compete so buying into the narrative that you have to wait in order to compete is just holding you back because the only way is to really break through that barrier and compete and compete consistently and often in order to get better but we can't procrastinate we have to actually do it another example that is often common is cross training Again, athletes desire to build muscle or lose weight, but they fall into the excuses of not having time 
or they push it back or they allow something else to kind of replace the time slot of their workout and it's causing them to procrastinate in doing the thing. And then they try to fit it in when they have no energy or when the motivation is low and the chances are they don't actually do it to the fullest extent that they want or they're not able to follow through. Maybe they stick to it for a couple weeks and then it kind of falls to the wayside. And therefore, you're not going to reach your goals because building muscle requires consistency. It requires showing up consistently over a period of time to build muscle mass. Same with weight loss or fat loss. So only doing it for a short period of time, it's still eventually that procrastination starts to kick in. Another one I notice because we teach a lot of this in our programs is journaling. And there can be a lot of resistance around journaling, you know, because journaling requires you to sit with yourself, be in reflection, take time for yourself, literally just taking some stillness to be able to plan out your day even, and just to kind of be with yourself and be introspective and reflect. And there can be a lot of resistance with that because it's so much easier to go with the motions and to be an autopilot than it is to actually stop and kind of enter into the consciousness of like what you want to intentionally create. And this holds us back because again, we end up living in autopilot instead of being active participants and conscious creators of our life. So these are some of the common examples of where I see procrastination rearing its ugly head. And so one thing that I talked about earlier that I want to bring back up is this idea that you may not know why you're procrastinating and you can also know why you're procrastinating and when you're procrastinating right so you can have a conscious awareness of when you're in the act of procrastination but also you can do it without actually knowing and this is because the resistance is happening on a subconscious level at the level of the nervous system it's happening within our body in a deep deep way And so we can't logically think our way through it. And that's the issue and the problem that often comes up with procrastination is there's a lot of like judgment or thoughts or kind of this idea, as I said, because I know better, I should do better. And the thing is, it doesn't work that way because it's within the body. There's something happening energetically that is keeping you stuck. And so again, tuning into your body and doing the processing required within your body is important in order to move forward and break free from procrastination. So as we talked about this, this energy stuck in the body, whatever it is, whatever past experiences, usually this can be from traumas, this can be from our general conditioning, right? When we've grown up and you guys know I talk about this a lot. Whatever it is, it's not processed. It's stuck in the body and it's unprocessed. And so we need to process it in order to complete that process and therefore allow ourselves to feel safety towards going into the thing. Because if we don't tell ourselves that we're safe in doing the thing, well then whatever unprocessed trauma and conditioning that's living in our body is going to stay in the driver's seat and it's going to prevent us from moving forward and moving that needle forward. So when we dive into kind of some of the things that's required in order to really break free, you know, the first thing I'm going to say is we need to access safety. 
Safety is the number one thing you need to focus on. So if we go back to the meal prep example, the questions I want to invite you to ask yourself is, why does my body not feel safe to meal prep? You need to go deeper and reflect, where is this resistance coming from? Because it's not about the meal prep. This is what we call content, right? Content is the surface level thing that's happening in our reality that we're not able to do or achieve. But in order to actually create real transformation in our life, we can't focus on the content. We have to go deeper within to understand what's driving the action or inaction. And so this is going to lend itself to the various perhaps fears that we have that are actually beneath that, that it's creating the lack of safety. So some of the common fears that I notice are fear of failure, fear of judgment, fear of betrayal, fear of abandonment. And so when you're asking yourself, where is this resistance coming from? These are what I want to invite you to really feel into. Are you afraid to fail? Right? So if you go back to the meal prep example, are you afraid to fail? Because perhaps to you on a deep level, failure is crippling. Failure means death. And in that, I know that was me for a very long time where engaging in anything that could lead to failure was something that I avoided, right? And that's procrastination because I didn't want to fail. And where did that lead me? It literally led me to not be able to reach goals and break through and grow and evolve because I was not expanding outside of that comfort zone. And the other one is fear of judgment. Maybe you want to compete, as we said, and maybe the reason why you haven't signed up yet is because deep down there's a, there's a deep-seated fear of judgment and perhaps failure, but judgment of like having the eyes on you, being in the spotlight, being afraid to be judged from your peers or your coach of your performance because you don't intrinsically feel like you are good enough. And again, that lends you to procrastinate toward doing the thing. And so one of the reasons why this lack of safety is coming up is that with these fears that are presenting themselves, the fundamental belief is that we don't believe that we can do it. We don't believe that we can do it. And what's stronger is the fear. So the fear is outweighing the belief that we can do it. And so the fear wins. And this often comes up when we are wanting to do something that will support us in stepping into our greatness. Right? Something as simple as meal prep is still one small action towards your greatness because you're trying to unlock deeper levels within yourself. You're trying to have your body feel good from the inside out, increase your energy, improve your health, improve your performance, right? So you're stepping into that evolved version of you, that highest self version of you. So it is stepping into your greatness. But with procrastination, oftentimes what comes with that is we don't feel that we are capable of. We don't feel that we are capable of doing these things. And we are afraid to step into our greatness, We're truly afraid to step into our greatness because we are afraid to own 
the bigness of who we are. And guys, this is something I really want you to pause and reflect on for a moment because this is huge, right? So much of everything that I do is helping athletes step into the most empowered versions of themselves, the most powerful, limitless versions of themselves. And so it can be scary. Let's just name it, like name the elephant in the room, like stepping into your fullest power is scary. It's very scary. But just because it's scary doesn't mean we don't do it. And you are absolutely capable of doing the scary things because I know that you have done scary things in your life and you have overcome them. And so this is just a constant reminder that when we have the urge to procrastinate, it's a a reminder that our body doesn't feel safe. There's fear present. There's a resistance present. And ultimately, we are afraid of really stepping into our greatness and owning the bigness of who we are. And every time we push ourselves outside of our comfort zone, we experience resistance and procrastination because it's scary to step into a more evolved version of yourself. And this is something that I also experienced. I would notice resistance, notice procrastination wanting to come up when I wanted to step into this version of myself and this vision that I had for myself. And for me, it's because it also comes with a lot of responsibility. One of the questions that would come up is, can I, can I hold that standard? Am I capable of holding that standard for myself? And that's a really important question. We often keep such low standards for ourselves, High pressure, but low standards in a sense. Because we don't believe that we're capable of doing the things, so we set a low bar so that we can just do the bare minimum because it's a little safer. So when we want to expand into something that pushes our edges a little bit, we don't really believe fundamentally that we can actually achieve it and hold that standard consistently for ourselves. And because of that, we don't do the thing. So what I want to dive into is, again, reiterating the importance of safety, but then offering a couple other things to support you in breaking the cycle. As we said, step number one is access safety. Remind your body that you're safe to do the thing. Now, I want to actually share an embodiment somatic practice with you to do this because it's not sometimes it's not as you know easy for your body to just accept that you're safe just by stating an affirmation like i am safe it absolutely can work and it's something i do all the time but there's a more powerful practice that can go alongside that and this is something called a safety check this is something that i teach inside the empowered athlete academy because we do a lot of somatic and embodiment practices and this is one that i learned from my energy healer and this is absolutely life-changing And this is a safety check. So you start, whether you're standing or whether you're in a seated position, all you're going to do is with a slow gaze, you're going to look around the room. Look around the room, look around the environment of where you are. And let your eyes, this has to be slow with your eyes, okay? We don't want fast jerky movements. We want to be slow, present, grounded, and really take in our environment. Take in the environment around you, gazing from left all the way to center, 
looking from the ceiling to the floor, all the way to the right, and actually confirm that you are safe. Let your eyes give feedback to your brain that you are in fact safe. What this does is it lowers our threat detection system because you're gathering real evidence that shows you're not in danger. And this allows our body to relax. This allows our body to physically relax and shift us out of that fight or flight fear response. This is seriously so powerful, guys. And this is the first step. Because as I said, this is all connected to feeling unsafe. And procrastination is trying to protect us. So when we're going to do simple things like meal prep or compete or whatever it is, whether it's a career change, whether it's writing an email to your boss, any little thing, whether it's having a conversation with your loved one, these things bring up the resistance and fear and we procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. And then we build up resentment because we're like, I, towards others and towards ourselves, because we just wish we could do the thing and we're just not doing it. But we can do the thing. That's the thing <laughs> is we can do it. The missing piece is that you just don't feel safe. So we need to really anchor into safety. We need to really anchor into safety. And I really can't stress it enough. Now, I also, as a little plug here, have the Breathwork Training Center, which is our $20 a month membership site that has various breathwork audios. And in that, I have a breathwork audio and a meditation for accessing safety. So if you are interested in really learning how to feel safe in your body, this is another resource that you can turn to. And I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes for the Breathwork Training Center, for EAA, if you wanna go deeper. This is a four month container where we really dive into conditioning and trauma and healing at the level of the nervous system using energetics, breath work, and somatics. So if that's really the journey you want to go on, the next program will be in August. So you could absolutely fill out an application there. Again, it'll be in the show notes. Okay, so that leads me to our second step. Once we create safety in our body, the next step is one of my favorite mantras that helps me and that helped me so much. There was one period of time where I had like no motivation. Like I almost felt like maybe I was experiencing some symptoms of depression and that is very few and far between for me. I think in my entire life, depression, at least in my adult life, I I hardly ever experienced that. But there was this one period of time during COVID where I, I did feel it. It was like two weeks stretch where I like felt like I could not get off the couch and it wasn't related to being pregnant. It was like just this, this, this heaviness and this, I don't know. It was, it was just such a crazy feeling. Like it it went deeper than lack of motivation. It was like, just, I could not move. I felt immobilized. And so this mantra came in handy for me very, very much so. And what it is, is do the doable do the doable. What feels doable slash safe for your system right now? Right now in this moment, when you are in a procrastination whirlwind, right? And you're in the act of procrastination and you're aware of it. If you can notice that awareness of, wow, I'm procrastinating right now. I'm mindlessly scrolling on social media instead of meal prepping like I told myself I would do. 
our first step is to forgive ourselves, right? We forgive ourselves for falling into that habit because it's a habit and we can't kind of put shame on that habit, right? We, that's not going to support us and empower us. We need to just forgive ourselves, and then we have to take aligned action, but we need to do so in a way that's safe for our nervous system. So we need to do the doable. What feels doable for my system right now? And so I want to give you a couple examples. So I want to keep it like very in the realm of what we do. So again, going back into meal prep, for many people, it feels daunting to prep all of your meals. And this isn't something that every athlete does, but depending on lifestyle and time that you have, sometimes it can be really helpful to prep all of your meals um, because you don't have the time and you want to perform well, you wanna eat well. And so prepping in advance helps you stay on track, right? So that's super normal, totally cool. However, for some people, it feels daunting. It feels really daunting. There's a lot of resistance to do that. And so they end up not doing anything with their nutrition and only relying on convenience, only relying on ordering out or just whatever is in their you know, pantry and just kind of grazing on that instead of really doing the upfront work to set themselves up for success. And again, there's no shame in this, but I do feel like it's my duty to support you in this. And so with doing the doable, instead of feeling the need or the have to, to prep all of your meals, what if you could just focus on prepping your protein? Because perhaps maybe you struggle with getting protein in. Maybe that's a consistent theme for you where you struggle with getting protein in. So why don't you just focus on prepping your protein, right? That takes away a lot of the potential resistance because it's not that you have to cook every single food group and put everything together and think of recipes and and get into all of that. You can literally just say, okay, let me just pick one to two proteins that I'm going to prep. And this allows you to slowly build the habit of showing up for yourself consistently. And it allows your nervous system to get used to this concept because you're introducing something new. You're introducing something new And whenever you do that, there is resistance and fear. So we need to do it in a way that feels, again, I can't reiterate this enough, safe and doable for our system. And then when we do it, we celebrate ourselves for showing up. Even if it's not in the way that you wish it was, you got to focus on what feels doable now. This is truly the key. So really be proud of yourself when you show up in that small way of making and prepping your protein because you are showing up for yourself in a way that feels doable. Now, the second example is competition. So say your goal is to do an IBJJF tournament, but there's a lot of fear there because it's a prestigious tournament. It's considered a professional tournament. You're going to be watched and compared to other athletes. And this brings up fear, causing you not to compete at all with competing being one of your goals. You want to step into the competition scene. You want to get better at competing. You want to challenge yourself in that way, see what you're capable of, but you're not competing. Because your goal of IBJJF tournament is just so crippling because of all of the professional aspects of it that can make it feel like a high pressure situation. So what do you do? How do you do the doable in this? Maybe you can start with a local tournament, 
a local tournament. Maybe you can ask some of your teammates and friends to do it with you. So there's this lighter energy of like playfulness and fun and you guys are doing it together. There's less pressure. Maybe it's more chill. I know some of those local tournaments have music playing in the background, which I wish IBJJF would do because it would make it just so much more fun. And so those tournaments are something that you can step into to get your feet wet. And this will build your momentum and confidence to expand into the higher caliper stages, whether it's IBJJF, whether it's going to be something like a fight to win or a super fight where eyes are literally on you because you're the only match that they're looking at, right? So this helps to build that confidence and feel safe in stepping into that thing. And so to wrap up this episode, when it comes to procrastination, what you need to know is that it's a protection mechanism just trying to keep you safe. So whenever that urge comes online, all you have to do is create safety in your system. Let yourself know that you are safe to do the thing. Let yourself know that you are capable of doing the thing. Create safety first and then focus on doing what's doable. And that's going to build the momentum for you to expand your capacity to do more. And then that's really all there is to it. The last thing is... Take away all of the stories and the thoughts and the judgments that are coming along with whenever you procrastinate, as I had mentioned, right? We really have to forgive ourselves. Forgive yourself for falling into the pattern and habit of procrastination because it's really all you knew up until this point. But it doesn't have to be the way that you live anymore. You get to break free. And when you do that, you're going to be able to move the needle forward in every area of your life when you focus on these two simple steps whenever procrastination wants to arise within you. And again, as I said, if you are interested in getting deeper support in overcoming this, you can either join Empowered Athlete Academy, where we get deep mentorship and intimate level of support there for four months. Or if you feel self-motivated, you can join the Breathwork Training Center. And then this is at your own pace. You can pop in do any of the audios and videos that you want, feel better, and then go about and do your day. So that's self-motivated, self-paced, and there's no mentorship associated with that. So depending on your style, what you need, those are my recommendations for you. And so if any of this stood out to you and resonated with you, I'd love for you to share it on social media at Natty Boss RD, Body by Boss LLC, And I'd love to hear any of your takeaways. And again, if you want more support, always DM me and I'm always available. I love you guys so much and I hope you have an amazing day.